All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal podcast. We are so excited that you're here with us today. Uh, Temporal Eternal is all about having eternity in the forefronts of our minds, of, of our life decisions, um, of all of our choices. So uh, yeah, we're, we're super excited for uh, this um, episode, and we are going to be talking about discipleship and uh, just what does discipleship look like? Um, you know, what what does it mean? And uh, what does it mean to us, right, about being discipled and discipling others? So jumping right into it, because uh, I actually read something on social media. I forgot to mention the guys before we started on TikTok. I was watching and he's like, hey, you know, don't do these like long intros and, you know, just get right to it and just capture people's attention. Uh, so they, they want to listen to the rest of it. So jumping right in, it's Matthew 28, 16 to 20. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. So this is after Jesus died on the cross, was resurrected. And uh, this is uh, what we call the ascension. So where Jesus ascends to heaven. So these are some of Jesus' last words, we believe, as Christians. And so Jesus it says this, it says, then Jesus said to them, or came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and the Holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. And so some of the other gospels we'll talk about just going out into the, all the world and preaching. Um, I was looking to see if they all have, uh, you know, disciple, you know, making disciples that verbiage, but Matthew's very distinct with that. But looking at uh, the life of Jesus and the disciples, discipleship was everything that now right. um, culturally uh, the, the teachers, right. Uh, would, would, would take on disciples and uh so that was something that was common then right and so it, it's not as much something that in our modern day we would uh have discipleship but we would look at apprenticeship we'd look at mentors mm-hmm. that's you know in in yep. some ways those there's a lot of similarities to our culture um but with the christian faith we still uh practice and we still really encourage that um making disciples it was a priority of jesus not only in the great commission in his last words but also in his life and how he set up the early church uh when he ascended and then left the holy spirit with the disciples so guys i i would i would love to just jump right in um i know i know it's gonna bother matt because he wanted to say it me and azzy are are pregnant we have a forthcoming and he was like, he's like, like going right. That is such a big deal. Like you're just blowing it off. Like this fourth. I'm, I'm blowing it off. We, po- we posted on social media, <laughs> but I knew like as soon as I was jumping in, I know Matt's like, oh, I want to mention that, so I had to say it real quick. We made a big deal because now you and Brennan are going to have like twins. So you know, twins. No, <laughs> like, no we're not. How far apart are they going to be? Like four months. Oh. Uh, Four months, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna have babies together and be like, Hey, I got a brother and sister here, it, you know? It, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty it exciting. It is exciting, yeah, Donald. You're yeah, just yeah, blowing yeah. it off. Like gosh. Blowing it off. Sorry. Not at all. Sorry, Matt. So <sighs> my wife is due in September and, and Donald's wife is due in January. So Yes, sir. Uh Donald, your 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 baby better come on my birthday now. So I feel Woo! like everybody has to say that. 
Oh, you're you're, be, you're doing in my birth month. Well, it better be due on my birthday. Yeah. So you, you can, it could be on the thirteenth, the twelfth. I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> no, I podcast ten times better because you announced it. So it's the well, baby. That for that. The ladies would be like, oh my gosh, he's having another baby. That's number four, and he wasn't going to announce it. He doesn't care. Yeah. Well, Shout I, out to our amazing, Facebook, amazing wives, so, yeah. Nicole and Azzy. So. Yes, yeah. I appreciate it. They're, they're participants in this as well. Congratulations. So, um, yes. so anyways, so thank you. Thank you so much. So jumping back into discipleship. Yeah. We're, we're well, I, I think that. like something that immediately comes to mind, like especially now in today's day and age, because you might ask, why is discipleship important, period? Right. Um, and, and some, you know, if you're on social media at all, there's so much content out there about, you know, um, like you said, Donald, mentorship, uh self-improvement and, and everybody's kind of looking at these different areas of the lives of how can they grow? How can they be mentored? How can they build their portfolio? How can they build their career? How can they uh, build their real estate portfolio? Whatever it is, whatever your endeavors are, you, you want to look towards somebody and glean from them and their success and their experience. And that's so much of what's driven through even social media and content right now is, hey, do this because I've had success with this, right? Yeah. And so master classes, those are really huge right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like whatever your endeavor is, like I said, there's, there's probably so many different classes or YouTube courses, whatever it is about that specific thing. And so for you as an individual, why is discipleship important? Because, you know, think about all the aspects of your life, but spiritually, which I would argue is beyond everything else is one of the most important things for you to be able to develop and grow in so that all the other facets of your life uh, can also produce fruit. Um, discipleship is the one where it specifically uh, focuses on you being poured into to grow or pouring into somebody else to grow uh, in your spiritual walk with the Lord. And so you have to really like that the importance of it is that you don't just stay stagnated, um, that you don't fall off, you know, uh, what's going on spiritually and what God's doing it. And it's such a beautiful thing, you know? And so I think that's a lot of what the, the conversation we want to talk about with you guys listening today is, is the heart of discipleship, why it's important, how we can approach it. Uh, maybe we've had some bad experiences in our past with it. And so how do we work and grow past that? So yeah, it's, it's, it's very vital. I would say that guys is that it's, it's a very vital thing that maybe sometimes we overlook or say, ah, I'll just, I'll do my own thing, you know, but um, yeah, really the, the relevance and the importance in our life is, is crucial. So no, yeah, and the thing is, a lot of people need a discipleship partner, right? They need to have that mentor. You cannot just go out and just be the mentor yourself. You need yourself to be mentored, discipleship. You need to have someone holding you accountable. You need that person as well, because if you're just going out and pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and pouring out, what's filling you back up? Because you got to be filled up to be able to help those people. You still have to get experience from another person that might be, they might be older than you. They might have uh, more experience than you. Um, They might be more in the word than you or whatever. But you need their experience too. You need their advice. You need their wisdom to help others as well. So not only do you have to disciple, but you need to be discipled as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's it's all over the the scriptures, right? And I know some of this is there's a lot of cultural context, you know, in the in the times and days of the Old Testament and the New Testament, and we got a lot of people reference Elisha and Elijah, right? Um, and uh, and a lot of people reference uh, Paul and Timothy. That's a real popular one. Jesus and his disciples, and so there's there's a principle um, that Matt was saying, and we'll and we'll touch on even a little bit more near the end too, just about you know what you know, what you should you be looking for in, um, in a, in a, in a mentor, right. For yourself. Right. And so I think to, to jump, jump right into, man, what, what does discipleship look like? Like, how can I, you know, how can I disciple, you know, you know, I think a couple things, you know, just at the beginning of, you know, before we get into like, let's say strategies and what it looks like, I think two things we have to to immediately touch on is the mentality towards discipleship. One, mm-hmm. the the people that go, well, I don't know enough. I'm not enough. I still got mm-hmm. my own junk in my life. Um, that a lot of times the enemy can use to, um, to, to twist it and to really uh, almost stop you hinder you from really walking out who god's called you to be as a disciple and so yeah. yeah you might you might have struggles right but everybody does you know some are bigger don't get me wrong but you know you still have the ability in a lot of ways to like you know there are some areas of your life where like okay god's working on me on right and so maybe you don't disciple somebody in that area because you really can't speak to it because you, you're still figuring it out yourself right but there are some areas of your life, there's some experience, there's some things you can speak about, even about your mistakes, about the pain of, you know, this challenges that you've gone through that can encourage and mentor somebody. And so I think like the first like, you know, preconceived notion or, or one of the reasons why people don't do this is, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I have anything to say. Da, da, da. The second one really quickly would be, um, I just, I'm too busy and I don't have time. And I, my retort would be, mm. this is a, this is a requirement of Jesus. Like Jesus needs you to do it. Um, biblically you're supposed to disciple others. Um, this isn't yeah. just like going to church on Sunday. It, it is, it is beyond that. I started serving on Wednesday nights, um, in the young adults ministry these last couple of weeks. I'm going to be more involved with that. And the truth is, is that like, it's part of how God's designed us. And so I, I was talking to Azzy about this is like part of my walk with Jesus, my intimacy with him, pursuing purity, pursuing who he's called me to be um, is prayer time in the, you know, with the Lord, reading the word of God, going to worship services, but also it's being used by God. Like, so yes, yeah. we do it out of obedience, out of worship of God, but also just, just to be honest, and I'm not trying to say it's all about selfish intent, but I know that my relationship with God, my strength in the Lord, all of those things continue to grow when I am discipling others, going beyond myself and all my junk and focusing on other people. I remember my dad told me he, he was in prison ministry for, I don't know, 30 years or something. It was a long time. And, you know, 25 or 30, he was in prison ministry for over 30, uh, or she was in prison for over 30, but ministry wise, I forget it was either 25 or 30, but regardless, uh, he said, Donald, when I retire, he goes, I'm still going to be 
I, I, I have to be involved in ministry. Like, it's just like, like I need it, you know, I need to need to have that. So, so that's, that's that one. And then the, the last one, and then you guys can feel free to speak to any of these is with discipleship. That's really, really key is, um, and I actually shared this with a few of the young adults on, on Wednesday night, this past Wednesday is you're not Jesus. Uh, you're, you're a bridge to Jesus. You're not the savior. Um, so a don't like remove the, um, the stress, right. Remove like these like expectations that aren't necessary, but then also check yourself before you wreck yourself. If you're positioning yourself in such a way that is, that is not, that is not what you're supposed to be doing. Like you're bringing people to Jesus. You're pointing people to Jesus, but don't allow yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm their mentor that you're actually um, trying to replace Jesus in their life with you, or yeah. you're allowing them to do it because you don't have enough self-awareness or wherewithal to like call that out and go, Hey, we need to make some adjustments there. So I know I threw a lot of thought, a lot at you guys, but uh, what's some thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, I think it's very important not to have that kind of daunting um, backwards perspective of having that savior complex, you know, and, and I think that goes hand in hand with not only just discipleship, but even like sharing the gospel simply on its own. Like sometimes we think, well, if they say no or they reject me or uh, if it doesn't go as well, you know, did you do it with the right heart? Did you do it with the right approach? you know, uh, and not try and have that savior complex uh, because you aren't the person that's going to save them. And I think that's that's such an important key because, you know, with so many things, I think when we're growing spiritually, we have to realize uh, all of what God has resourced us with. Because sometimes we might look at and be like, I don't have anybody. Uh, there is nobody. Uh, conversation kind of goes along with uh, our episode within the last few weeks here of, of just like even church shopping and finding the right place and the right fit and knowing how God is guiding that in the same way, let the Holy Spirit guide you uh, when it comes to being poured into someone or pouring into somebody in this whole idea of discipleship. Um, Cause that's such a big key as well. You know, and we have to realize that, that even with Jesus's words at the end of Matthew here, like, you know, and, and I'll give props to Donald. Cause I know he's spoken some messages about this, but uh, it's called the great co-mission for a reason, like to go and make disciples. Right. Uh, and at the very end of this, Jesus says, surely I will be with you until the end of the age. And so although that was like a moment where he ascended back into heaven, and this is something that wasn't just for that moment, but for us today as Christians, as believers, is that as you pour into people in discipleship or as you have people around you that you God, God has put in, your, in, in front of you, that you can trust, that you built relationship with, for them to pour into you and help disciple you. Jesus is totally, 100% has to be in this process. What does that look like? It means that the Holy Spirit that he said came right after that, right? And we see that in Acts, and that is so prevalent in our lives. When we open up to him, the Spirit of God has to lead discipleship. And so that's whether how we pour into someone, the things that we say we have to, always bring it back to, okay, what is the heart of Jesus in this? What is the heart of scripture? What is the heart of God uh, in this as we pour into somebody? 
or as we get poured into is what is God's heart in this? So I say all that to say, like, take the pressure off of yourself to not be the savior, uh, but use the guiding of, of the Holy Spirit of what Jesus has given us in scripture, uh, what God says about us as, as people to, to be a guiding force, a guiding factor of how we pour into one another, um, how we how we seek his direction uh, and not make it all about, OK, am I going to say the 100 percent right thing? Bring it back to scripture. Bring it back to the word. Use that as your foundation, you know, because I think we do. We feel this pressure, right, guys, like of, OK, uh, if this person that I'm pouring into and I'm discipling messes up, uh, derails, it's all on me. And I'm not saying that there's not a big responsibility within it because there absolutely is. But again, you aren't Jesus, like Donald said. You're not the one who's doing the saving. Um, and so realize the grace there. I think realize that um, that that hopefully gives somebody the freedom to realize, okay, let me take a deep breath, and this is okay, and this is a process. Because, guys, discipleship is a process. You know, I think that we can't look at it as like this quick fix, one week, uh, you know, four-week program thing that uh, you're going to be perfect and set to go in that in that time period. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's a whole different conversation. Discipleship is a process, you know, and it's many times it's continual. So what does that look like in our lives? You know? So yeah, it's uh, Im important things to realize. And like I said, hopefully that gives someone the freedom to, to be able to walk into this a little bit deeper. Yeah. And I think too, like some of the, um, some people, you know, would like, even what you're saying too, Brent, like some people get discouraged. Right. And they're like, well, I'm not mm. Stephen Furtick. Right. <clears throat> and this is something we wanted to mention too. Right. I'm not Michael Todd or Judas Smith or Craig Rochelle. They're discipling yeah. thousands. And what I would say to you is no, they're not like, I, yeah. I truly believe they, they're not. And, and they're like, Oh, he's bashing mega churches. Wait, let me, let me bring some clarity here. <laughs> There's a difference between discipling and, and teaching. There's a difference between people following you yes. and people being discipled by you. Uh, not bad. They're both necessary, right? So I have an opportunity to teach people, right, sometimes, or um, I have an opportunity to, uh, let's say, have somebody follow me a little bit and, you know, we have some interactions. I can help them out. Like, we're supposed to do that. Like, that's part of it. But disciple, discipleship's a little bit of a, a deeper area, right? Like I could, I could speak to a few hundred people, right? You could communicate to a couple thousand people, right? Especially with microphones, with technology. But discipling, I don't know within my bandwidth, because also I have to disciple my own children. I don't know if I yep. could disciple more, like truly disciple, truly like actually disciple more than three to five people, like yeah. in any given season. And so just realize that, like you know, you go, well, guy, I don't know. How can I have the 12 disciple? Well, just try, how about one? Is there somebody at yeah. work? Is there some, is there somebody at your church? Is there somebody in your family, a nephew, a niece, your kids? Like, is there an intentionality? Cause that's what discipleship really is. Discipleship yeah. is intentionality is it's, it's looking, it's looking, going, okay, God, uh, what do they need? Give me discernment about their life. Where are they going? Uh, creating uh, conversations for them to open up to you and go like, Hey, how can I help you? How can I support you? And, yeah. and putting some intentional time behind it, checking in right. on them, you know, um, and, and having that awareness to look around and see like, Hey, 
who is around you, who's God put around you. Because a lot of times, like yeah. I, tr- I truly believe if you pray for that opportunity and the Lord prepares you for it, he's going to bring somebody along or yeah. he's going to show you somebody that's already been there. That Lord's like, hey, like I put them on your path for you to disciple in, in such a way, right? Um, so, so yeah. No, that's good uh, because I was going to lead right into the time. How much time do you have? You have tons of time, whether you believe it or not. So you might be, I, I like to think of the jar, the, the glass jar uh, demonstration where you're throwing in different size items into a jar. You're filling it up. So it might be filled, right? But just think of the Holy Spirit. You can fill in the rest of the cracks with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, you can take that time and fill up the rest of the time with the Holy Spirit into other people's lives. Um, You have to, like, just take the time. Like, if you're just sitting there eating, repurpose your time. Eating lunch, eating dinner, eating breakfast, pray, take your family, disciple them, but also send a message out to somebody. See how they're doing it this week. See what they're struggling with. See how their day's been. And see how you can help them and pray with them. Because that discipleship is huge. Just for them to know that you're there for them. You're there. You're taking care of them. Like, that's huge on a lot of people's levels. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, this person actually cares for me. Maybe I need to be digging into the word more. And then you can send them scriptures. And, you know, I was just... I know uh, Stranger Things just released yesterday. So, it's like, take your time away from Netflix. Take your time away from, you know, your YouTube... That YouTube might be discipling you with maybe watching some videos, but take your some time away and give back to somebody else. Give it back. That's what we are here to do. Like Donald said earlier, it is what we're supposed to do. <laughs> we're supposed to disciple. We're supposed to disciple others as Christians. Now, you have the time. I don't care what you say. People say, I don't have the time. I don't care. You have the time. Just make, 100%. you just got to think about it. Put it in your front of your mind, like where Donald was saying. Put it in the front, because if you're always thinking about it, you're always going to have time. Yeah. So I, that's like you're always going to have time. Yeah, I, I think I think Matt, you're spot on. Here's the, here's the one of the other things that people get scared about with discipleship is they think that discipleship is this cookie cutter thing where I have to carve out one to two hours of time and sit with this person on a weekly basis and have coffee with them. And to be honest with you, like, I, I don't know if that's sustainable for me and my schedule always. Right. And so, and that's not, that's not what it looks like. Right. right? Well, we're doing a discipleship series on Sunday morning for that Mm -hmm. example. It's an hour. That ain't enough Mm -hmm. time. I mean, it's, it's like, we're just sitting there going over a book and doing what, but we have to, like a schedule of things we have to do throughout the week, like every day, like just to keep us going, you know, just like small things, nothing huge. And it's just small things that make the, make it happen. No. And I think think that just, Oh, go ahead, Brent. No, I was just going to say it it does. It pours into that collective experience, you know, and, and this takes, 
intentionality, you know, and I totally agree because maybe that, you know, let's take on the perspective that you are being discipled. And so you set that parameter with whoever is pouring into you, you know, and sometimes maybe that looks like, yes, you're meeting up and it's a little bit longer and and you're specifically uh, going over something, learning something, reading through something, reading through scripture. But then maybe on a week to week basis, it's sometimes it's just like a 10, 20 minute uh, phone conversation. Maybe it's just a couple of check in texts throughout the week. Yeah. You know, and that goes both ways, whether you're receiving or you're giving to someone, you know, set the parameters that make the most sense for you guys and stuff might come up in life because that's just how life goes. Right. And so then it might be like, man, this is going on or I'm struggling. You know, can, can we build some time in, you know, because that's what it is. It really is like and it's the Christian cliche of doing life with people, you know, but essentially it really is. It's like you're experiencing your life. You're doing life. You're you're walking through experiences or struggles or uh, challenges people are going through or just helping someone build uh, build themselves up spiritually or help pouring into them to build build them up spiritually. And so it's it's about that growth. And like I said, it's it's a process and it takes intentionality, whether that's our time, uh, being focused within our time uh, and, and, and really just being intentional about it. And like Donald said, it's not this like, you know, 12, uh, 20 people you have to be doing. It's not like a benchmark of this. It's like, who has yeah. God put in your life? Uh, who has God surrounded you with that has opportunity and availability to pour into? you um and how do you get the distractions and the hurdles that maybe we've put up ourselves um, to say i can't do that i don't have the time uh this is an important problem no it's important to god it's something going on in your life and maybe you just need some help in that and we're we're, i think that's the the bigger thing too is um because i think naturally all of us in some capacity uh, some of us are better than this than others um you know, sometimes it's a it's a pride issue. Sometimes it's it's not even as heavy as 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 that. But it's we're, we're bad at asking for help, especially when it comes to things that are happening within us personally. And I'd say even further, especially when it comes to maybe like a sin issue in our life, we're bad at asking for help. But yeah. But Jesus tells us what? Go go to a brother. Talk to a brother. Be lifted up. Be there to support one another. And confess uh, to one another so you may be healed. Like that's, that's exactly, one of the scriptures. Exactly. Right yeah. Like it's healing. Like discipleship is healing. And I think that we maybe don't even like the the put that forth as much, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. because we maybe feel like it's a requirement or we feel like it's uh, kind of a drag just because it's like, oh, I got to do this or it's just something I got to check off. But no, I mean, there's healing in discipleship. There's growth in discipleship. Um, And man, I I think that sometimes uh, getting breakfast with somebody that's been able to pour into me or I've been able to receive something from someone or a phone conversation has maybe set my week up or even my mentality of what's going on in my life up. Uh, and, and, and even simply in some of those times, it changes the trajectory of what I'm doing, you know? So you never know what those small intentional pieces can do to, to really just help you grow. Um, and don't be afraid of it. So it's, it's, yeah, I I think that we really have to look at uh, the importance of it again. I know I keep saying that, but it's important. So. (laughs) No, I, I think like one of the things that really stuck out, Matt was saying, Matt really kind of started us in this direction and you, and then, uh, you guys are both hitting on the head. Um, and the phrasing you said is like doing life with people. So one of the first people that like really truly discipled me and, and had con- really continued to do so for years, his name's Ted Sheave. 
And when I was a first year master's commission, he'd be like, he's this dude from Nebraska is in his uh, green truck. And he'd be like, Hey Donnie, he'd call me Donnie. He'd be like, hey Donnie, come with me real quick. Hey, roll with me. Right. And he was my apartment leader in my first year and amazing dude, man of God loves the Lord. I mean, dude's incredible. And we would go and get, and go wash his truck, him and I, and you'd be like, wow, you know, is this, is this some type of like free labor thing? It's like, no, like we, we just hung out. I mean, he did most of it. I didn't really do much, but in that time we had a conversation in the truck in that time we had a conversation while he's washing his truck. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times it, it isn't, especially in this culture, it isn't, um, you know, sustainable to be like, I'm going to do all these week long meetings to, with these people or, you know, those are important. And sometimes those are necessary depending on what's going on with that person, but it's about doing life with them. It's, it's about, it's about bringing them along with your life. You know, Jeremy Donovan, yeah. we have, we have to have him on. I text him this week, um, or called him, left him a voicemail, but, um, he does an incredible job with evangelism and outreach in the community and young people. He just brings people on. He, uh, not legally adopts kids, but he, he does, you know, <laughs> Hey, has them come to his family barbecues and like all of these things like that. And so I think a lot of it is just like lowering the stakes of like what you think this is, right? Like this is, this is not just like some type of like, you know, psychologist, therapist appointment. It's just inviting people to that, that you can maybe give, give a little bit of your experience or knowledge or what God's done in you into your life. And so our, our prayer, right. And that, as we'll kind of do some final thoughts here, our prayer and, and to say with Ted Sheev too, Ted Sheev for, for years would still call me, um, you know, once a month or a few times a year. And sometimes we would talk and sometimes he would just be like, Hey Donnie, just want to leave a voicemail, tell you, I love you. And I just want to pray for you real quick. And there'd be some times dude, I, I was like going through it, man. And, and his just prayer for me was exactly what I need. Like that's discipleship. Like that took him, that took him four minutes of his time. Like that yeah. took him three minutes of his time. I was watching this on TikTok the other day and some guy yesterday and this guy was like, man, like words of encouragement is on another podcast. I'm sorry. I can't give you a shout out because I forget who it was, but words of encouragement, <laughs> um, were, was, was huge and not a lot of things are said and it's such a simple, quick thing for us to do. But like, that's discipleship, man. It's, it's looking at opportunities to invite people in your life. So our prayer for you and for this week is for you to ask Lord, Lord, give me just an awareness and a vision to see the people that you have in my life that I can disciple and show me the moments, the, the moments yeah. of gold that I can bring somebody <clears throat> into that's not changing up my entire schedule, which sometimes you have to do that, but it's just right. having them be part of my life. And in that, that more, honestly, more people enjoy that and appreciate that than sometimes a big sit down thing. It's like, wow, like you're yeah. opening your home up to me or you're, you're mm -hmm. bringing me over to here. And I know in protecting your family, there's wisdom with that. You know, it's in the right, right people, the right environments, but man, do life with people. That's, that's really what it's all about. So f final thoughts, uh, Matt and Brennan. Yeah, I just, I've been thinking about how other, like, people that have addictions, like AA, right, they use sponsors. Those are their mentors. Mm -hmm. Those are their disciples. And, you know, AA was founded on Christian beliefs. So, you know, they, they're using the model of a disciple for people. So, I, I mean, it works. If you're going through a rough time, if you're having 
bad a bad time, it works or they wouldn't be using it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just important to find someone no matter what, no matter what you're going through. So that's my thought. Yeah. 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 I, I think uh, that's a really great way to put it is, is who's around you, who's available um, on both ends of this. And like you said, Donald, how, how are you bringing someone along with you? Because yeah. I, I believe that if we read between the lines, even of scripture with Jesus, um, the moments of discipleship that we read about look sometimes like the, the feeding the 5,000, right? But I got to believe that more of it was Jesus preparing his disciples on the day to day on the walks from city to city that they would do by foot and the conversations mm-hmm. that they would have in the middle of the night. You know, it's stuff like that. And, and I think it just, you know, cause you might be, and I know we're expecting our first, our first baby girl uh, coming in a few months here. So, you know, I'm not fully in that, that spot yet, but I'm a youth pastor and have been for a while now. And so I get to pour into kids. And so you might be a parent um, and you might have a huge concern, especially in our day and age. And how do I disciple my kids? Like Donald said earlier. And I believe wholeheartedly in this concept within discipleship, uh, especially with our kids is how are you bringing them along in life? You know, and I'll reference back to, I've had some, the great opportunity within some of my family members, my dad, uh, my grandpa, who we lost earlier this year. And, some of my fondest memories uh, with my with my papa was when I was like four or five years old and he would he would deliver cleaning products. And so he would just he'd bring me with I'd be in the truck with them. Our favorite thing was getting fish sandwiches from McDonald's. Right. But that stuck with me because of those opportunities and those conversations over the years. And he just simply brought me with to do something he was doing. It was part of what he did for work, but he brought me with. And in those spaces in between, that's where we got conversations or he instilled wisdom. Same with my dad. You know, it's it's like he brought me with to do things. And so who are you bringing along in this process of your life and simply just allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and, and bring opportunities where you can pour into somebody and point them towards God? Because really what discipleship is exactly that, is seeing someone in a spot in life that they're in and pointing them towards God pointing them towards scripture, right? If you're in a spot where you need some help, don't be fearful. Allow yourself to push through that fear, that pride, whatever it is, and say, okay, how can God use somebody else to pour into me? And don't be afraid to ask for help. And I think that's what the heart of discipleship is. It's really walking in the nitty gritty of life uh, and, and seeing how we can grow closer towards God and what we do and who we are. So that's what I would have to, to leave us off on. Synopsis. Um, I don't want to end with what you guys just said, but I, I know we we said we wanted to mention this, so I have to mention it really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. A, you, like Matt said at the very beginning, you need to be discipled, right? You need to find uh, people that can mentor you in some ways. It doesn't have to be every aspect of your life, but there's certain areas of your life that you go like, man, they're really they got a great family, or their marriage is healthy, or uh, mm-hmm. you know they've they've conquered. Uh, you know, addiction to pornography or lust or, or, or alcohol, or, you know, even like seeking God for purpose, whatever it is, like, you know, finding, you know, what God's trying to do in you and what are people that he's put around you that have a specialty or have a testimony or have a story that can um, assist with what God's trying to do in your life and ask God to show you those things. And then the last thing is, um, 
because we need to bring the reality of it, right? We want to put the good, bad, and ugly. Discipleship is messy. Discipleship is is not clean because it's intimate. It's getting into people's junk, right? Their past, stuff like that. A lot of the junk that we have is from damage, right? To our, our minds, our souls, our experiences, the way we look at life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, it's not healthy. So discipleship's messy and just know that going in discipleship can hurt um not only the journey of growth but also you can disciple somebody and you get hurt um you know a a, make sure you always stay in the right position you're not the savior you're the bridge you're not the savior you're the disciple you know uh, you're not jesus you're just handing the bread to the five thousand, right like you're you're delivering jesus to people but you're not jesus but then the other side of it is like Mm -hmm. just know it's messy it can hurt sometimes you could disciple a mentor somebody for four years and then something happens and they're just, Hey, I I'm mad at you or I'm gonna move on. And that happens. And I know that's kind of on my heart for some people is that there might be some people that have been burned by it, burned by others where they're like, well, they didn't appreciate me or they didn't. Yeah. But it's not about that. It's not. And I, and I'm sorry if your feelings got hurt, it's happened to me. You know, I know there's, there's times where I've been frustrated and like, dude, what the heck, what are they doing? it's about what Jesus has called us to do. And like, we only can yeah. do our side of things, right? And so if that's ever happened to you, no, it could happen again, but discipleship's so worth it because the other moments yeah. are when people come back to me a few weeks, a few months, a few years later, and they remember the one, this one thing I said, or I see them on social media or in person and I see, you know, where they were and where they're at now. And I go, man, yeah. it was worth it. It was worth the time. It was worth the discipleship that's the the investment it was worth it for that soul and for that disciple for the kingdom so uh we're closing on that god bless you guys uh listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, and youtube please subscribe on youtube and also leave a review on apple Podcasts and spotify we will see you next week